0: It. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit osbornemediahouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Fix Work. I'm Laurie Rudeman. On today's show, I've got Nando Rodriguez and German Marin. They're two entrepreneurs from New York City who are married, living authentically online, and they make me smile every day when I get on Instagram. Nando is a former corporate recruiter turned life coach. German is one of New York City's most sought-after online dating and LinkedIn photographers. They're both entrepreneurs, which is unique in a relationship. So in this week's episode, we talk about authenticity, imposter syndrome, and what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur. We also talk about the pressures of being an entrepreneur and what it really does to a marriage. And when you've got a good partner who lifts you up, how do you not screw that up? Want to eavesdrop on two people who are following their dreams? Well, sit tight and I'll be right back with Nando, German, and more of Let's Fix Work.
1: Work is broken and so is the way you think about it. Host Laurie Ruterman
0: is picking up the pieces so you can take control of your career, put yourself first, and be your own HR. With the Let's Fix Work podcast, here's Laurie. Hello, Nando and German. Welcome to Let's Fix Work.
1: Hi, Laurie. Thanks for having us. Hi.
0: Oh my God, you guys, two guests. I'm so lucky, two handsome men. How are you doing? (laughs) Where
1: Where
0: are you guys located today?
1: So we are in rainy Brooklyn today. And in fact, I was kind of worried that the rain was gonna, you know, filter through to the sound, but I think we're we're doing good, right?
0: Yeah, you sound fabulous. You sound fabulous. So for my audience, for my listeners today, I'd like to set the scene, if you'll give me a second. Um, Nando, I've known you as a former HR and recruitment professional. And now you're a coach and influencer and an advocate. And you're also an advocate of your husband's business. In German, you're a successful New York photographer. Did I get that right?
2: Um, I'm actually an online dating photographer.
0: But a successful New York online dating photographer. Yes, Yes, yes. All right. So I've set the scene. We've introduced who you are. And neither one of you have what I would call traditional jobs right now. And you live your marriage out loud on social media as part of your brands, which is what I love about you both. And you're honest about your entrepreneurial journeys, you know, warts and all. And I just wondered if you would take us back to the beginning and tell us how you met. So where would you guys like to get started with that story?
1: How we met? Jarvan, <laughs> do you want to take this on or, do you, or what? Take it on. Okay. You tell it better. So back, way back in the day, about nine, nine years ago, 10 years ago, I was actually a dating and relationship blogger. And it was my goal to help people in the dating realm. And I would take on different things for myself, right? Speed dating, just so I could learn what it was about. So then I could blog about it, things like that. And a new app had just come out for men. And I was like, I got to get the app. But the only the only way that you could get the app was to get the iPhone, right?
0: <laughs> okay. And
1: so it's like, I had to get my first iPhone to download the app to get it. And we basically, German also, it was his first iPhone too. We, um, he had the app I think like maybe a week but never did anything with it I the day I got the iPhone I downloaded the app set up a profile and German's friends were all around him and they were tired of listening to him say he was single he wasn't dating anyone and they they took his phone and this is before fingerprint this is before I don't think we could even lock it back I can't remember but they took his phone they set up a secret profile for him and Yeah. And so that's how we were, that's how we matched. And then the rest is history. Like I reached out to him, he reached out to me and I reached out to him and he responded and that was it.
0: You know, I'm fascinated by this because I have never been on an online date. I've known my husband since 1997 when I was like four years old. Right. (laughs) And so I've never experienced this world. And the two of you are just so, um, in my mind, synonymous with uh, social media, with online dating, with just living your best lives in public, and I wonder how your professional lives have changed over the past ten years, and really over the course of your marriage. So, what's your journey been like over the past decade?
2: So, it has been uh, a roller coaster. It's, it's not always roses and, and and sweet stuff. Like we we have a real life, and we go through real life every single day. We have happy moments. We have sad moments we fight for everything and um it's been it's been so much fun to be honest it's been so much fun to be around him and I have learned so much from him so yeah that's that's what it looks
1: like for me at my end how does it look for you uh, Nando? yeah so like I I I often say we've been together we're about to celebrate nine years together right in February it'll be nine years and so in this eight and a half years together, or 8.7, whatever it is, a lot has changed between us because I was in corporate. And, and in fact, when I met him, I was blogging. So I had no job. Like my job was just blogging and trying to really make ends meet. And was really, I lived in such a survival mode, you know, yeah. like I didn't know yeah. whether I was going to be able to pay the rent or what have. And then he comes along and meets me. And it's just like, I can't let him know that I'm in survival mode. I can't let him know that you know, <laughs> just like putting up all these fronts and then i land this amazing job as a social media recruiter for one of the most like for the most iconic advertising agencies and it just catapults me into an whole other stratosphere and and then our journey completely like just evolves
0: it has evolved since then because now you're both entrepreneurs and you're following your dreams and i know you've been really honest around the pressures around entrepreneurship and you were just mentioning that being a blogger so i wonder what do you both do to lift one another up on your entrepreneurial journeys?
1: So, the first thing that I would say that I had to learn to stop telling him what to do <laughs> because that doesn't work. <laughs> and that's what I was doing for the first, like, think about it for the first, like, eight years, for the, eight, seven, the first seven years of, of us being together, right. it was, you got to do it this way, you got to do this, you got to do this, da 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 da. And that's where the fighting would start. And it's been this past year in my own journey for transformation that I really heard him when he says, that doesn't work for me. And so that is, that's a big thing that I taken a step back and I'll often tell him, I'll listen to you, but I can't solve it. I need you to go and find other people and find your path that'll help you, that are other entrepreneurs that'll help you. Because in order to keep the marriage alive and sane, I can't always be your go-to person for everything.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because the two of you are in a very, I think, healthy way enmeshed. You live your lives together. You live your lives out loud. You're both entrepreneurs and it's a similar journey, but it definitely has to be difficult to not try to jump in and swoop in and solve one another's problems. I don't know, German, what's (laughs) your experience? How do you lift up Nando and stay supportive, but also make sure you're a partner and not a business partner?
2: Right. Yeah, great question. So what I what I do, I just stop myself because um sometimes I do try to control everything too. And I recently discovered that I am a bit controlling and I um I like to do things my way. And so just if I hear like he's going through something and he doesn't want any coaching or he doesn't want any, he just wants a, a partner that wants to a partner that is gonna listen to him. So I just stop and listen instead of like trying to control the situation, trying to fix the situation, tell, trying to tell him what to do. So I just listen and, um, and then we, we take it from there and yeah, that's, that works for us. It, it really, it really does.
0: I love that. Well, you know, it's so hard to listen though. I am, well, I'll just tell you a quick anecdote about a year ago. I started telling my audience that my husband and I were in marriage counseling together. And people either love that story, they, they like are encouraged by it, and they're um, inspired, and they want to take control of their own relationships, or they were freaked out and thought that I was on the verge of divorce, right? There was no in-between. But I think we don't talk enough about this in our real lives, that marriages are real work. And in putting it out there, um, I think people thought it was a bit risky. And Nando and German, you share things about your life, about uh, masculinity, about dating, about entrepreneurship, about art, about living in New York that may seem risky to some people. How do you decide what to put out there and what to hold back?
1: It's, it's interesting because I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine where she talked about how everything on social media is so finely curated and it has to be pristine and it has to be shiny. It has to be, and I really take pride in, like you had mentioned in the intro, warts and all. This is me.
0: This is my coaching <laughs> yeah.
1: practice. This is my marriage and everything. What I try never to do is put something out there that we're not ready to expose, right? And so what, what I do talk about, what I do put out there is something that we have gone through and that we've gotten a solution for.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I I want I don't want to come from a place of, you know, woe is me. That is never that's not empowering for me, for us, or for the people reading or watching. It always I always want to come from a place of this is really what happened, and then this is what we did. And then if we can do it, you guys can do it too. But it really is keeping it honest. But it it has to come from a place if we're still going through it. We're not going to write about it because we don't know what what the (laughs) next step is. You know, we don't know how to deal with
0: (laughs) it. Well, that's that's better than me. I'm writing about it while I'm going through it. I wonder, German, you are... Taking images, you're taking pictures of people at their best, and yet you want to convey a sense of authenticity. And I know this is a struggle for all of us online. What messages do you have for the people whom you photograph when they're trying to portray themselves uh, to be interesting and glamorous and positive? But they're still human, right? There's tension there. How do you overcome that?
2: How do how do I overcome that with my clients?
0: Yeah, or even yourself. I'd love to know that too. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, usually. A perfect Temple, one of my clients uh, this past Sunday, she was, uh, she was struggling because she didn't know how to post for the photos. And she, in her mind, she thought that she needed to be a model to post for the photos. And she had a, a, an image that she wanted to portray. And I'm like, when you show up to a real date with a person, with a real person, they're not going to see that, what they see in the photos. They're going to see the real you. So you have to be the real you and the photos and not trying to be someone else that you're not. And yeah, but so, wait,
0: wait. What if your real you sucks?
2: What if the real you sucks? Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I mean, really, or what if you don't have the confidence around the real you? I mean, that's, that's what I see so many people struggling with in this conversation around authenticity, right? You know, it's hard to be authentic when you don't, you feel like an imposter and you don't have confidence. Hmm.
2: What, so when you don't have confidence, and which a lot of my clients, um, I'm going to say like they struggle to take photos. What I usually do, I just, I just take the photos like at their best innocent and because it's very vulnerable to be in front of a camera. And, and so what I do is like, I open up to them and I say, I know it's very vulnerable because I am the same way. I don't like to take in photos. Like if you see Nando is only the one taking selfies, like nonstop, (laughs) <laughs> right and his in his that instagram is, is all is about true. nando yes. and the quotes and all of that and inspiration and, but it's nando for in my end i i do like to be in front of the camera i'm not gonna lie but it's 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 not something that i want to be doing all the time yeah so when I, I tell that to my clients like if you feel like you are like feeling like down like you're not good enough for the photos like it's okay it's okay to feel that way it, there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong to feel like you don't like you're not gonna find someone because they there's several times that my clients say like oh I don't know if this like f- photos are gonna help me out because they are in a place where like nothing they will do is possible and so when I show them a photo of them like with Simon, like, Oh my God, look at this photo. You look amazing. And they get uh-huh. excited. They get excited. Yeah. And, and so that, that flips a little bit. So I, I'm kind of have to be like a coach to them. I'm a coach to them. And I, um, I get them to see a different image that they don't see they, they haven't seen in the past of themselves.
0: It's so interesting how in your personal relationship, you're both coaches. And I think that has got to be a blessing and a curse in your relationship. But I also think it must make for an interesting 2019 and things that you have coming up. So Nando, why don't you tell us a little bit about your coaching practice and what you have on the docket in 2019, and maybe how German is going to support you and what's going on in your life.
1: So for, for 2019, the word is expansion, right? 20, 2018, it was like discovery. and and creation. 2019 full force, it's expansion. And what I mean by that is currently I have uh, one group coaching call that I do, and it's a a 12-week prosperity course teaching women how to live abundantly, right? And the women that are currently in it right now are just yesterday was just our call session number three. And already they're creating breakthroughs. And they're just so excited to talk about like, Dando, I want to share about this, what happened with me. And I want to share about this. And I had to calm them down because I'm like, okay, you'll get, I'll, I'll get to you. And I love, I love the sense of helping others create breakthroughs. And so that idea of doing a group coaching call I was playing with it. I had fear around it because I was like, no one's going to sign up to do a group coaching call with me. Like I haven't done it before. I have no experience in it. And that just wasn't the case. And so for 2019, I want to have six a week, you know? Wow,
0: like maybe, that's amazing.
1: Maybe once on abundance, maybe once on relationship, one is on financial breakthrough, Once on co- uh, career goal setting, whatever the case may be. And then also keep my one-on-one clients as well. Uh, but also, you know, how do I, how do I, How does my message go further? How do I branch out? Right. So, expansion, you know, get more media around my practice and then around me. And, you know, does that look like TV shows? Does that look like more podcasts? Does that look like, so it's just pure expansion and fun. Yeah.
0: I love that. So, how is German going to help you and support you in that? What do you expect out of your partner uh, since you're both entrepreneurs and he understands what you're going through? What do you ask out of your husband?
1: So, number one, I ask photos. Right. <laughs> and people say we need a send to send you. A so yeah, that's that's you know, he's he's an automatic built-in photographer there. But number two is it's just the support. Sometimes, you know, believe it or not, I'll I'll walk in and I'll grab him and I'll just say, I have a lot of fear right now. I'm really terrified. Can you just sit here and just sit with me? Oh, and he okay. will do that. He's yeah. he he will just do that. And he will start just in his calm, quiet self, just start calming and soothing me. Yeah.
0: That's and, really and that's beautiful. and that's
1: what we do for each other.
0: Yeah. So German, what about your business for 2019? Because you're an entrepreneur, you're constantly growing and innovating. You're known as a premier dating photographer in New York City. Uh, you've got a lot of clients who are going online for the first time. Is that your business for 2019 or are you stepping into other areas as well?
2: That is my business for 2019, but I also do corporate uh, headshots too. So I want to uh, I wanna spend, I want to travel to LA and do more online dating uh, photos because there's uh, matchmakers all over the country, Chicago, uh, Atlanta, Boston. So I want to travel and do more and book photo shoots around the country.
0: Well, I love that dream. And so, how is Nando going to help you with that?
2: He, the way he will, uh, he will support me is like just being on my side, the way he usually does. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, so just like so, with support, like with uh, taking care of my my baby dog, Leona, uh, feeding her and all, and all Hours. of that when I'm not home. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I was just yes. I was just <laughs> going to say, have we gone more than ten minutes yeah. without talking about dogs here? This is amazing. So you actually, the both of you share, and I would say, an Instagram famous animal. You want to talk about your dog?
1: Our Leona. She's she turns five uh, in December. And so we still haven't figured out whether we're going to do a, uh, a birthday party for her and invite her friends over or not. She's a Shih Tzu. She's five. She's uh, she's very sassy, very diva. And what's great, what's a blessing and a curse, is she's so independent. So you know, uh, we see a lot of dogs. We we experience on our social media envy too. So we'll see people with their pets and they're cuddling and they're holding. Leona doesn't let us do that. Oh no, she's just like get away from me. Like I'll let you take a photo or two, but. Leave the cuddles alone, you know, and and so it's it's we've had to adjust to that.
2: For example last night, um, I called her into the bedroom several times, and she was like, "No, I'm gonna stay here on the couch," and that's what she spent the entire night in the couch, um, because I guess it was cooler, and she gets really hot pretty easily, and mm-hmm. the house is really warm, so maybe yeah. that's what, yeah. But she likes to be independent. She likes to be in her own room, and the living room or the bedroom. And yeah, she's very independent.
0: Well, you know, the both of you, as I think about this segment, why I really wanted you on Let's Fix Work is that I believe in a philosophy that we fix work by fixing ourselves. And both of you have done that. And so I wonder, Nando and German, if you can both share a story about a time in your life when work was broken for you. And can you draw a current line to where you are today and identify what you fixed in yourself to fix your life?
1: So about a year, uh, it was April of last year, I was brought into my boss's office and she she let me go. She was like, We're laying you off. We um we're consolidating, we're consolidating departments and we no longer need you. We're gonna give your stuff over to marketing. And when she said that, two things happened. I took a sigh of relief <laughs> and I sort of yes. like caught my breath, like, oh my God, I don't have to do this anymore. Then the other side was just like, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna be homeless, right? Because I'm I'm a recovering drama queen, okay? So um, I haven't recovered yet, but the drama is still in there. And so if, if that never would have happened, it would have led me to go get coaching and then discover that this is what I wanted to do to help other people. So I went from X amount of years working for other people to now working for myself. And I always had this idea of that could never be me. I always fantasized about it. It was a secret fantasy. I kept it hidden, never told anyone. Right Because that couldn't happen to me, not to me, other people, yes, and so you you said, you know what did you have to fix? It wasn't really fixing. it was discovering that I have everything that everyone else has, yeah, and so why not go for it myself and now I'm living proof you know a successful coaching business in New York City that you know pays the rent, pays the bills, and contributes to our life and And that's what I want others to be able to, to, to discover for themselves is whatever you want, if you can think it and as cheesy as it sounds as a coach, if you really can think it, you can totally create it.
0: Yeah. I fundamentally believe that. I think my life is also an example of that. How about you, German? Has there ever been a point in your work where you were so frustrated and you had to fix something or change something? And can you see how it contributes to your success today?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I love this because I always uh, wanted to share this with people. And one of the things, uh, like getting coaching, like, like Nando said, is one of the things that I also discovered is that I had a story of like me not being enough. And that was really stopping me from uh, pursuing my photography business. I was doing some clients per month, but I was now what I wanted to be. And when I discovered that my own stories and my head was stopping me from really wanting to be, I got out of my comfort zone and um, joined a networking group, an amazing networking group. And that's how I started growing. And I signed up a new contract with the company and that company sends me tons of clients. And yeah, and and that that's not a, anymore in the background of like, oh, I'm not this, or I'm not that. Is It's more like, where can I go? Yeah. Or where
1: can I grow? And stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think for Ger- German's journey is a little bit different than mine. He did come to the U.S. undocumented.
0: Oh, German, so wow. That no idea.
1: story, he came when he was 15 years old. He didn't speak English. He had no education. So that fed the story of you're not good enough. Because you don't. you're not from here. You don't deserve a good job. You're here undocumented and you don't speak the language. So when I met him, he was working as a barista, right? And so yep. on our first date, on our very first date, as we were walking down the streets of New York City, <laughs> if, you can, if you can picture this, we're walking down New York City and I'm talking, talking, and then I'd turn and he was no longer there. And I'd look around and he'd be in the back, putting his fingers up in the air, like, Framing a building up in the air or framing a flower down on the ground. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, that would make a pretty picture. And I'd be like, this guy's nuts. Like, what's he doing? You know? And it was all because in his mind, he wanted to be a photographer, but it just wasn't possible because he's undocumented. He doesn't speak English and he's not from here. So he's not enough. And he broke free from that. So if you look at German story, it is the American dream. And you know, he's a resident now, full-blown business, so successful. And it's just I, I mean, if, if we compare, you know, his business is more successful than mine. And I'm so happy to, to be able to say that because he's, if anything, he's broken through that I'm not good enough. That's what he's broken through. And a lot of us get stuck there.
0: German, that is so fascinating to me because the story around immigration these days is such a bifurcated story. It's split. People are either loving and welcoming of immigrants or they seem to be incredibly fearful. Do you think fellow immigrants also carry that imposter syndrome or that worry, that nothingness with them? Is that a common feeling that's common among the immigrant community?
2: 100%. Yeah. I I feel like every single person carries that that um has come to the u.s illegally yeah because we are here pretending that we fit in the country and sometimes we feel like we don't fit in the country and as much as you love the country and you want to be a part of this country other people don't see you that way yeah and so yeah that that is yeah a lot of people feel that way and i Because I I do have friends and family and and all of that. And yeah, I I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really fascinating. So what role has Nando played just in not only building your business, but has he helped you feel more American? Has he helped you feel more welcoming? Is that something that's evolved during your relationship? Or am I assuming too much?
2: He definitely has. Yeah, he definitely has. Um, So he... (laughs) He has uh, taught me a lot of stuff, like American, like the best movies that that I need to see, and all of that, and the food, and
1: uh, it just is. It, yeah, he's never had a Twinkie <laughs> in his life.
0: I was gonna ask, what are the best American foods? So if Twinkie is legit, yes,
1: <laughs> a corn dog, oh, like he's God. never had things like this. You know, when we first started dating, he was so wrapped up into a story that I don't speak English very well that when we'd watch movies, he would, he asked me like on our third date or fourth date, can, can, do you mind if I put the subtitles? And I was like, okay. And there were English subtitles, right? And I was like, I'm so ADD that I'm busy reading as well that I can't watch the movie. And then finally, I think like three months in, I'm like, no more subtitles, like no more. You're watching the movie. You're going to get it. Dah, 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 dah. And 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 it comes to my head every once in a while because now it's we're going on nine years together. Subtitles don't exist in our house anymore because now he gets it, he listens. In the in the beginning, it was like, wait, can you pause that? I didn't get that. And I'd be like, ugh, you know? And now there's none of that. Like his English, as you can tell, you know, his English has improved. He has a, a successful business. So I guess in me being stubborn, he's, he's, you know, gotten to where he's gotten, but and not being so compassionate with like, I don't care if you don't understand, we're not going to pause it. I know? love it. Tough love. But it's yeah. it's worked to our advantage. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys, thank you so much for sharing your story today. And I'll ask both of you and Nanda, we can start with you. If people want to learn more about you and your coaching practice, where can they find you on the internet?
1: The main site, the, the main content hub site is com. And then anywhere else on social, it's Nandoism. So on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, just look up Nandoism and you'll find all my coaching information.
0: And we'll make sure we have it in the show notes. And how about you, German? If people want a new corporate headshot, which is incredibly important, or they're looking for um, a new dating profile image, how can they find you?
2: They can always find me at uh, marinnyc.com. I'm um, in uh, Mr. MrMarinNYC uh, Instagram and Mr. Marin NYC on Twitter too. Um, but yeah, marinnyc.com and you will find everything up there.
0: Well, and let's not leave the show without a shout out for Leona. Where can we find Leona? <laughs>
1: she has her own Instagram account and that's Miss Leona the Lion. Yeah, she's on there.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, it was just such a treat and such a pleasure to get to know you and your story. Thanks again for being guests on Let's Fix Work.
1: Thank you for having us and much success and much success in your podcast. You know, you've got two new fans for sure.
0: You guys are great. Well, listen, everybody stick around. We'll be right back with more. Let's fix work.
1: Podcasting is one of the fastest growing platforms to directly engage with an audience. So it's important to get it right. From first time podcasters to businesses and hobbyists, we have the expertise to provide an end to end hassle free service. Get in touch with GL Pro UK at glpro.co.uk and let's start the conversation.
0: Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed listening to Nando in German. I was touched to learn about German's immigration story and I hit the internet and went on Forbes and I found that 25% of new US businesses are started by immigrants. That is no insignificant number. And I'll link to that article as well as German and Nando's contact information in the show notes. Let's Fix Work is a production of GL Pro UK and recorded this week in Raleigh and Brooklyn. Like what you hear? Follow us on Let's Fix Work on all the social media platforms and share our show from iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Now that's all for this week and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Let's Fix Work. If you're ready to make a real change in your workplace, start today by subscribing to this podcast and help us get the word out by leaving a review.